have found the Genesis frequency. This is Dr. Stephen J. Kazmina welcoming you in to another episode of a show that focuses on your whole life prosperity and success. Whole life prosperity and success by cooperating with the universal laws that are available to each and every one of us. This is Quantum Leap Goal Achievement, Radical Personal Transformation, Whole Life Prosperity and Success. Now, stay tuned for another exciting episode that'll move the needle in your life from where you are now to where you want to be. And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it may be, wherever you are in the world, when you stopped and hit that play button, so glad you did. You have found the Genesis Frequency, and this is Dr. Cause and Effect, Dr. Stephen J. Cosmina, coming at you with another episode here, another entry, and we have been taking a look at a little, not real well-known work by the late Dr. Wayne W. Dyer, one of my very, very favorite development, personal and professional development authors and speakers, and just just love, love, love that man. This little book's called 10 Secrets for Success and Inner Peace, and it's just filled with wisdom. It's not a big book. I really suggest that you pick it up. It, it You know, it's just over 100 pages long, and each chapter is gems of, of wisdom. And while I did read the first chapter, I made the decision that I'm not going to read each and every one. I'll read a, a few little excerpts from this one. But, but this chapter, this is the fifth secret. So if you want to catch the previous ones, go back and listen to the previous episodes of the show. I've done them right in order. But the fifth secret today that we're on is titled, Give Up Your Personal History. Now, not too long ago, this keeps coming up for me, so I got to look at the metaphysics of all that, but I've done some back-to-back and I've done some live talks around our stories in our programming. And, and here we are again with a chapter, A Secret to Success and Inner Peace, about giving up your personal history. And Dr. Dyer starts out this chapter talking about a boat in the water. I love boats. I love yachts. But in the water, when the boat's going forward, you you look back and you see that frothy, you know, that churn kicking up, the wake of the boat. But the wake of the boat, what's behind it, is not what's propelling the boat forward. So, that's how he starts this off, to use that as an example, that the trail that's left behind can't make the boat go forward. So it is with our lives. What trail that we have left behind us is not there to propel us forward. And he's really talking about being a victim of your personal history. And so many of us do this. But when it comes to what this show's all about, and when it comes to personal and professional development, radical transformation, radical personal and professional transformation, quantum leap goal achievement, this is about remaining stuck. 
So many people remain stuck and attached to their story. So this is really about being a victim to your personal history. And I'll just read a little part of this here. Dr. Dyer says, it's my experience that most people live their life in the wake by hanging on to personal histories to justify their self-defeating behaviors and the scarcity in their lives. They hang on to past pains, abuses, and shortcomings as calling cards to announce a poor me status to everyone they meet within minutes of their introduction. I was abandoned as a child. I'm an alcoholic. I'm an incest survivor. My parents were divorced, and I've never gotten over it. The list could go on for hundreds of pages, he says. He goes on and he says, your past is over. By bonding to your past, you not only ensure that you'll be immobilized today, but you prevent yourself from healing. By referring to past struggles and using them as the reasons for not getting on with your life today, you're doing the equivalent of attributing to the wake the ability to drive the boat. This also works in reverse. Many people refer to the good old days that are gone forever as the reason why they can't be happy and fulfilled today. Just those couple of paragraphs, there's so much wisdom in there and so much truth. And it it bears repeating about the stories we tell ourselves and the stories that we live in and from. Now, we all have our stories. If you went way, way, way back to three years ago, I have my story that's told in my initial kickoff episode. But the key is to take those stories, to take those histories that we have and extract the wisdom gained and use that as a stepping stone for what's next in our lives, but not being attached to it in a way that it anchors us down and attaches to us, bringing us into that victim mentality that keeps us anchored in the story of the past, as I shared by Dr. Dyer here. And I've heard this, you know, I speak to people all over the world, and in a lot of the work I do, I hear this from people. Well, I just can't get ahead. You, you know, you don't know my story. When I was younger, I, I was a, a abused by, and, and just fill in the blanks. Or when I was a teenager, I was treated, or early on in my adulthood, this happened to me, and they're still attached to that. They're still the victim of that, and that is the reason why they are not successful, why they're experiencing lack and limitation, why they can't get a better job, why they can't start the business, why they can't live the dream. And if you would examine this a little bit further, you would find that indeed, not to not to make light of things that that happened that are really serious to people and you know I get that and I'm compassionate about that but it's moving past that and and knowing that that you are greater 
than all the things that have happened to you, and you are not the things that have happened to you. It's rising above them, and you have the power within you to do that. When we attach ourselves to a victim, what we're really doing is giving ourselves an excuse to stay anchored into the past and stay anchored into what happened to us and wearing that as a garment defining who and what we are. We walk in in shame or we walk in guilt or we walk in, in, in sadness, not ever able to move past the experience that perhaps even traumatized us at one point. So we have to rise above this. And, and that's what this chapter is all about here, getting out of your history and moving into the universal power that you have to be, do, and have it all. And I love this this chapter, and it's so important to take a look at, again, what is the story that you are holding on to in your life? You know, we have these stories objectively and subjectively, and we get attached to them. When I talk about stories, I talk about the story that's been built over our entire life. Certainly, what Dr. Wayne is referring to is some of the traumatic experiences so many of us have had in one way or another. But we also have stories that maybe didn't come from a traumatic experience. This is just our programming. It becomes our story. You know, we were born and raised in an environment. Our environment can become our story. Relationships can become our story. Relationships when we were very, very young, the relationships with our, our mother and our father and our siblings, relationships with our grandparents. During those formative years, our subconscious mind was just this wide open vessel. And I often refer to it picturing a having you picture a bowl that is sitting on the table and, and all this stuff was just poured into this bowl. We call that bowl, let it represent your subconscious mind. And with no ability to reject what's going into the bowl, subconscious mind just accepts it and stores it away. Now, those things that are put in the bowl that are attached to feeling, feelings and emotions... Well, look at that bowl, say it's filled up with water and, and, and all that stuff that's just junk that goes in there. You can picture a glass of orange juice, for instance, and, and if it was uh, orange juice that has the pulp in it, if we would let that orange juice sit there, the pulp goes to the bottom, right? And you can see it down there and you stir it up if you want to drink and some people really enjoy that pulp. But it, it settles on the bottom. That's what's going on in our subconscious mind. All that stuff is still in there and it settles within us. Because the subconscious mind has no ability to reject it. It just files it away. But if it's attached to feeling and emotion, it's sitting on that surface. So if we're picturing that bowl filled with water, the feelings and emotions take whatever they're attached to, and, and bring that to the surface. And when they're on the surface, they tend, the surface of our subconscious mind, they tend to direct our dominant thoughts. 
especially when it comes to the monkey chatter that goes on. So now we've got this bowl that's been filled up. First of all, we came into this life with this bowl. And there were already things in this bowl when we were born because it came through in genetics and DNA. And then as we were younger, you know, we inherited a lot of stuff and traits and behaviors. And then in our formative years, this is why we speak the language that we speak. And this is why we look like, you know, some of our parents or grandparents or uncles or aunts. And it's all in there. And then we started learning things beyond the language. We started observing. We started living life from the outside in. We took it all in. We filed it away. And we attached feelings and emotions to some things. And we grew older. And then we got to the point where our conscious mind, which is the faculty that can either accept or reject the thoughts, the stories, things that happen and traumatize us we do you know we do one we do one of those two things we accept it or reject it and the subconscious mind however is taking this stuff in and the stuff that we accept and attach to those feeling and emotions again that's sitting on the surface of the water it's sitting on the surface of the subconscious mind and that's where it relates to this chapter so if we have the feelings of this happened to me. You don't know my story. A long time ago, this happened to me. And we attach so much feeling and emotion to it. It's sitting on that surface of the water. So our dominant thoughts are based on this experience being who we are and what we're made of. And then it is really interjected, infused into and saturates everything that we do. And especially when we come to what we want to be, do, and have with our lives. This is this shows about personal and professional development. So it would be wise, it would serve you well to examine, does this play a role in your life? Because that attachment, that identity that's wrapped around those experiences that make you feel like a victim might be the very thing that's keeping you from living the life you would love to live. And this is personally and professionally. This is mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. This affects our health. This affects our relationships. This affects our vocation. This affects everything we want to be, do, and have in our lives. Because so often these experiences, these stories, this garment we wear that this is what I am, are self-limiting. You know, we do so much of this work in so many different areas. And uh, Tanae, you know, my wife and business partner, she does a lot of work with, with diabetics. And because she used to be a, diab- a type 2 diabetic. And I say used to be because she decided she didn't want to be. She used everything we teach, everything we talk about in this show to walk away from being a type 2 diabetic. She has not been considered a type 2 diabetic in well over 15 years. 
And even in the Detroit area, the Detroit Medical Center scratching their head and say, hey, can you come in and, and, and talk to some other patients and teach them how you did this? Because we find no evidence at all that you have ever been, are, or will continue to be a type 2 diabetic. But when she reaches out to, to tr- try to help someone or <clears throat> comments on social media, People cling to their stories. Oh, no, no, you can't do that. No, 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 you can't walk away from that. No, 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 it's a lifelong thing. No, 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 you can't reverse it. And that's a great example of what we're talking about here. Wearing that garment of that diagnosis or that trauma that happened to you, letting it define what you are. And I would see because that's not my space, that's her space, but I would just observe this and be astonished how people are so attached as if, no, 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 you're not going to take that away from me. That I wear that type 2 diabetes like a badge of honor. Don't tell me that I can walk away from it. And they would cling to this. No, this is who I am. Why in the world would you want to do that? Why in the world would you want to cling to something that is negatively impacting your life? And this is a great example, now that I think about it, of everything we're talking about from this little chapter here. Because we let those things, that diagnosis, that belief, that trauma, affect everything that we want to be, do, and have in our lives. Yeah, I would, but I can't. Oh, I'm a type 2 diabetic. Or, but yeah, I would, but I can't because when I was younger, um, I, I had this experience. So I could never go speak on that stage. Just on and on and on it goes. It doesn't matter if it's uh, my, my, point here is it doesn't matter if it's about being a type 2 diabetic or if it's about public speaking or traveling on an airplane or going overseas or or whatever it is you want to experience in your life. Oh no, I I, I couldn't. When I was younger, you know, we were always broke and um, but and on and on and on it goes. So I've rambled enough about this. It's important for you to do that inner work to examine what are you wearing as a garment? What story, what trauma, what event, what circumstance, what occasion has blanketed you in a way that that's the garment you wear and you've come to believe that that's who you are. Are you so attached to it that that attachment, that victimhood attachment, is the place from which you make your decisions and your choices? Do you allow it consciously or unconsciously to be the directing factor in your life? And so much of this has to do with with conscious awareness. See, I'm all about expanding. If you look at conscious awareness, just think of, oh, think of the tip of an eraser on a pencil, for instance. And and some people aren't aware that they have 
conscious awareness. They're just walking around as unconscious competence. You know, they're getting by every day. But think of that tip of the eraser, and then it gets bigger, and it's maybe maybe the size of a ping pong ball, then a golf ball, and then a tennis ball, and and let that represent our awareness, and then a, then a softball, then a basketball. Just uh, think what your experience in life would be if your awareness became the you know the size of that beach ball compared to the that eraser tip, and that's what this is all about: being aware, noticing what you're noticing increasing your awareness so that you know what's having an impact and an influence on the decisions you make, on the choices that you make every day, on the habits that are becoming and have become your programming. We're all creatures of habits. That's what these paradigms that have been established do. You know, a a paradigm is a multitude of of habits that have almost exclusive control over our habitual behavior and all of our almost all of our behavior is habitual so these stories this victimhood this attachment this garment that we wear is deciding the direction of our lives and it's time to change the garment you can create a new garment you can create a new coat you can live from a new place and i'm telling you you will indeed make a quantum leap in your life when you start to do this work. There's very specific ways we can go about doing this work too, to release the old and and move in a new thought pattern, new programming that can be in alignment with the life that you would love to live. I'd love to have a conversation with you about that because that's all the time that we have for today. And I, I encourage you to reach out if you're a listener to the show it is uh, no charge for a conversation with me. You know, let's hop on the phone. I love talking to people all over the world, having just a, a conversation, seeing where you are, seeing where you want to go. I usually have an objective to do three things when someone sets an appointment with me to identify what do you really, really, really want in life? And number two, identify some of these things we are talking about today. What is it that, why don't you have it yet? What's been keeping you stuck why why is your your annual income your annual income and not your monthly income you know little things like that and number three to set you on course in the direction with a little guidance in the direction of your dream so we do those three things so reach out you can get right on my calendar that's the fastest way going to successappointment.com successappointment all one word dot com you can also email me at Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, at successocean.com. Or you can go to our website. There's a little questionnaire that allows you to put in a little more detail, successocean.com. So let's connect. Let's just have a conversation. I'm also looking to talk to people that would love to work from anywhere in the world with just a laptop or phone and phone in this wonderful world of personal and professional development. So if you fit any of these things, reach on out. Love to have conversations with my listeners. Pass this on, like it, comment on it, share it. Reach out, just uh, let me know that you're getting something out of the show. Love, I read everything that comes in and I love getting on the phone and sharing in conversation with you. For right now, we're going to call it a wrap. You have been listening to the Genesis Frequency. This is Dr. Stephen J. Kuzmina, 
And I wish for you an infinitely spectacular day. God bless you.